Here's the show that loves to talk about gadgets and gizmos, from A-Logic to Yamaha. Cameras to control panels. You get what I mean. We love talking all things techie. In fact, that's the name of the show. And here is well, your host, morning, Justin Dawson. Thursday morning. I will tell you, is it a good morning? It is a good morning. We are. <laughs> it's Thursday at ISE 2024. Uh, brought to you. This show brought to you by two guests and two sponsors of the programme. Uh, from X2O Media and from BZB Gear, all all my podcast uh, videos and pod and clips around boots are sponsored by these two companies, and it's great that we have two representatives from the companies. We've got Kevin Hill from X2O Media and Joel Cruz from BZB Gear. Uh, great to have you guys in studio with me. Um, we, we, we totally agreed uh, outside just before we, we hit record that uh, we are going to absolutely wing this podcast. <laughs> it's like, yes, it, it's, it's been a busy week yeah. and, you know, not just parties and happy hours and, you know, meeting people, but it's, you know, guys, I don't know how you do it, as in talking all day long on the boots yeah it, it really is one of those things that you know certainly and as the week goes on of course you struggle a little bit more you know your voice starts to disappear yeah. you know <laughs> and as you say it's not just about being here during the daytime on the stand we're all doing things in the evenings you're talking you're you know you're you're you're, you're almost continuing the, the same kind of theme throughout the evening so yes. it's, as you said it really is full on like do you guys dream of like saying the same stuff after you finish <laughs> and go home <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of funny you should say that. I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning and, and I couldn't get back to sleep because my brain was going, well, I need to think about this. Or, I didn't talk about that yesterday. Oh, oh do you know God. what? Like, and my wife will see this video afterwards. It's like, you're killing yourself, Justin, but you're going to mind the kids when you get home. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> I, I looked at my Fitbit. It's like, congratulations. You had three hours, 20 minutes sleep on Tuesday night. Last night, I had three hours sleep. So it's like, I, I, I'm on a bad downward trajectory of, of, of sleep. Like, hopefully tonight, you know, you, you, can, you can feel like Wednesdays at ISE, the peak of the whole week, yeah, exactly. the midweek. Uh, the show floor has just opened. I, we can feel that it is a bit more lull today. Yeah. I think tomorrow... <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a quiet day. It's going to be a quiet day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well... The topic of our program today, we're going to talk about accessibility in AV or, or go down that type of route. You know, um, for a lot of my listeners and viewers and people that, like you guys that like I'm so passionate of, of, your, of being able to meet people like yourselves. And I've, I've explained that like my son's autistic. So like accessibility in audiovisual is something very passionate to me. And I, of course, working also in higher ed. Um, I, I can see like we have we're an autism friendly campus but you know I still think there's an extra mile to go and I don't just mean for autistic people you know there's so many different accessibility needs yeah. in both higher ed and just in company environment so I'll sort of start off with yourself Kevin you yeah. know like you know you 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 with X2O Media you have a piece of software that give the ability for both hybrid learning yep you know remote learning and on-campus learning yeah you know um, and with that in mind you know like I always think with autistic people or anyone with additional needs whether it's lexic dysfraxic you know you can't 
kill a student by death by PowerPoint. Oh, no, absolutely, no. And, and, and we always say this, you know, while ultimately, of course, at the end of the day, it's about the technology a little bit, it's also about how you deliver that, it's about what you use in that environment. One of the conversations that I'm always having, and, and we talk about this quite a lot with our, um, with our existing clients, is that, you know, here's an opportunity to do something different. Mm -hmm. Here's an opportunity to think about the material, to think about the way you deliver it, and, and appreciate that when you start with, you know, with one room, that maybe you just want to, it's just about learning the environment, but then start to take those to the next levels. And, and I think then when you start to really think about that a little bit, or you start to think about how you can use the technology, it really becomes very powerful. Uh, and as you said, from that remote accessibility point of view, being able to create a session that's just so much more engaging, that's so much more interesting, where they don't feel isolated. We always talk about the fact that you, you know, if you're in your Teams or your Zoom or some of those other platforms, sometimes you can feel a bit isolated. Yes. You can't really see a lot of people, you don't always know what's going on, you're not really active in the session. You're, you're just another number almost in that, in that field. And that's, the, I think you've hit a nail on the head there. You, you can't have your students anymore being just another number, Absolutely. especially when it comes to remote learning. Yep. You know, you know how like, you know, with neurodiverse people, you you know they have to have routine, they have to have yep. a presence, yep. they have to have the support. Yep. And if all they're seeing, and you know. Maybe Joel, you'd like to come in here. If all all, all they're seeing mm -hmm. is just one lecture in a thumbnail view, yep. and a lot of the time on the top of a webcam. Yes. Yep. Now you, you you bring out some great cameras that yep. go go along this. Yeah, but I mean, just to quickly mm. touch on on your guys's point, uh, we were talking earlier about remote learning. Yeah, uh, not not even with people with just disabilities, but just in general, like uh, my children, right? They they had remote learning that whole year during the pandemic mm -hmm. uh you know i'm commend the uh, the school districts and the teachers but it was it was really tough uh that year it, it, for the kids yeah. um like you said it's i think it is part of the technology because all they used was skype you know they had their uh laptops uh, that, that they were given and it's yeah you're just looking at the camera everyone's looking just at one person uh, i was reading about like one room yeah it's you look at the individual, and you can you, you can tell that they're speaking to you. Yeah. Um, but just it was just nothing is hands on. You don't get that personal one on one. So it's um, uh, but with better technology, you know, with one room, yeah. um, with the cameras. So we do have, uh, you know, auto tracking. Uh, but with audio and video, I mean, if you get that clear picture, um, you can you can get that sense of. Uh, that they're actually in the classroom there. You have to be cognizant of, of how you want your environment to be um, as if they were in there, you know, live with you. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think it is a big thing. And, yeah. and again, routine, and it doesn't even mean that like it has to be someone that has additional needs. Mm -hmm. You know, what is your thoughts? And I'll, I'll go for both of you, your thoughts on when people go into, I'm going to use Zoom or Teams, <clears throat> they go into a call and they switch off their camera, you know, yep. and yep. You, you go, you think to yourself, even on a learning environment, right, is it the teacher might want it on, the student might think, well, I'm spending good money here and I'm can, I want to be able to be mobile and I might want to just listen to this lecture or listen to this meeting yep. on the go. Yeah. 
is it the correct thing to do to switch off your camera on those stages should your boss or should your teacher be forcing you to have your camera switched on uh yeah go yeah. for it Kevin. yeah yeah <laughs> you know, you know for, for me the whole point about our solution is we want people to have their cameras on because mm. the whole point is we want to be able to visualize them as if they were in the room i kind of want to see their expressions i want to see if they look a little bit confused or if they're engaged so if they've got the cameras off i i, I lose that and for me, I, I guess the way I always think about this is if you were coming to the lesson, you'd be sitting in the lesson. The fact that you're yes. at home or wherever you are, why wouldn't you have your camera on? Is it, is it really any different? And, and I get that for some people, maybe there's some other things that, that, that mean that they don't want to have their camera on. So maybe there's a few of those. But I think for the majority of people, if it was me, I would absolutely be saying, you've got to treat this like you're in the room. We expect you to have your camera on. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think one of the things we found in our solution as well, and we've done a little bit of research on this with some of our existing customers, Customers. You know, as you said, typically in, in, in Zoom and Teams, people turn their cameras off. And actually, I find nowadays you can count the people who've got their got their cameras on probably on one hand in a lot of sessions. Yes. Yeah. You know, pretty much everyone else is just a tile. Um, but what, what we found is that if, if people aren't going to be active in the session, of course not everyone's active in the session and they're not going to be speaking, generally they don't want to be seen mm -hmm. because they're not active. So one of the things we made a point of when we started is we don't really have a gallery view in our system in the true sense. Yes. Um, we show what we call the last four speakers. So generally people that are active. So we find as a result of that, generally people don't turn their cameras off because those people that aren't active aren't really seen. Seen. Yeah. Yes. Now, you can see them. You know, we've got different cameras in our room and part of that is to kind of give the remote participant the ability, I, I always think about it, to kind of look around the room as almost as if I was in the room and that's the point about having some additional cameras. It, again, gives you that kind of nice feeling of, of kind of being here almost. Um, but yeah, so generally we find that, that in most of the rooms I've been in, most of the live rooms, it's fairly unusual to see people with their cameras off. And I mean, yeah, go yeah, ahead. No, I was just going to touch. I mean, if you think about it, like in, in actual classrooms, I mean, if the teacher is talking, it's not like it's okay for if the student is not participating or talking, they have their head down or they, they go, to, you know, they're sleeping, not paying attention. Yeah. So it's same thing with, with cameras. You, you, want, you, you want everyone to, to, to be engaged, uh, to, you know, kind of like be there in the moment. So, yeah, you turn the camera off. The, they could be running errands or they, yeah. you know, not paying attention. So it, it, it yeah, it, it's kind of difficult like that, it, you know, in those ways. We, going on the topic of accessibility, um, what, if you, if you were setting up a room, I know you guys have your own companies or, and work for X2O and for BZB here, but like for an office environment or for, you know, a classroom environment what what do you think in your views makes it more accessible for the student or the employee yeah I, I think I think for us a couple of things as you said from a remote point of view we don't it doesn't matter where they are yeah. you know different country different location you know even in the same location and we can we can kind of do that in different ways and to give you some example of course you can log in as an individual from somewhere but you could also be a class of people joining either joining as a room with everyone in it you might call that a, a huddle room it might be a small room it might be a big room you might be we're, we're working with one customer at the moment and what they they've got a challenge with shortage of teachers yes massive challenge mm -hmm. so what we've been talking about doing with them is they would have they're going to have one room with just the teacher in specialist teacher and then they're going to have three other rooms that are in different locations, different schools, and in those rooms are purely gonna be children. 
Um, but they'll they'll be logged in remotely, but they'll be there as a class. So they'll have a they'll have a teaching assistant or someone with them. And okay, of course that's you know everyone everyone wants the best education for their children. So ideally, you want that teacher in the room. But if there is no specialist teacher, this is the next best thing. Yes. You know, Joel. What? Um, just to have, uh, I guess the uh, the accessibility, right? Um, as long as you have all the, I guess the to- the correct tools. I mean, it'll help. Uh, it'll help them uh, get along with, uh, you know, with learning and and what they need, whether it's a meeting or education, healthcare. Um, so, I mean, just, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. With the technology before, it was hard for them to do anything remotely. But now everything's getting better. You know, cameras uh, with uh, with uh, control the software. Yep. Uh, so anything like that, I think everything is just it's it's improving everything and and, and making it more um, you know accessible for people of all needs. Yeah, and I think like, Kevin, you, you hit on an important point. Like I know a lot of families through support groups and whatever um, that. I, please God, it doesn't happen to me, you know. That, and I don't mean that as a negative, but you know, autistic or ADHD children and teenagers, yeah. they might hit like a sensory overload of where they go. I don't want to go to school anymore. Yeah, and a lot of pressure on the parent then of going, oh, do I have to homeschool? Yeah. You know. And that's even before they get into third level education, you know. So, do you see a product like X two O helping this environment? Like you, you talk like you're saying, teachers. You know, yes, we have the exact same problem in Ireland, where like a lot of the teachers now are moving back to the regions just because our cost of living is so ridiculously high. Yeah. So, you know, how do you combat that? Is is the classroom of the future, which is pretty much the classroom of the future today, it, I think departments of education have to change this whole emphasis and say, we went through two years of teaching from home. Yes, it's important for, I'm going to say, the neurotypical child that can go and interact with children or teenagers, secondary school or whatever. Yeah. Right? But we need to also provide for the people that have the additional needs that might not be able to go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. I think that's an absolutely an important part of that. And I think actually the technology allows you to do some things that maybe helps them even more than in a normal classroom. Mm. And that kind of might sound a little bit odd, but exactly as you said, you know, some people it's routine. Some people it's it always looks the same. Um, uh, and I think if you start to think about some of those things, it's not too difficult in our platform to. To, to do some things that makes that easier and nicer. And maybe, it's as you say, maybe actually for some of those, we need to turn some of those cameras off some of the time because mm. they just they like to just concentrate on the one view. So I think there's some things you can think about very easily, and we, we've been thinking about this a little bit in our roadmap and some of the things that we might do going forward about how do you think about some of those things as well. While it's lovely, I think I, you, you see this sometimes, you know, sometimes less is more. Yes, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. we, we talk about this in digital signage sometimes as well, and you see someone that fills the screen with things and you you don't really know what's on there because it's just too much. Yes, and, and, and it's one of the things I... You you actually, I'll let Joe go on that thought. Like, you're nodding your head a lot. I jumped in, um, Joe. Sorry. No, that, that, he, that's uh, the great point. Yeah. Is, uh, 
you know, with infographics, everything, you want, like you said, less is more. Like you it don't is. want, uh, you don't want too much to overload, uh, too much information. Uh, just clear, you know, concise, uh, you know, few words, a uh, few pictures to to complement uh, the the message that you're saying. Um, it, yeah, I mean, you get to that point like power, uh, death by PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah like, there's yeah. so much uh, to take in sometimes. So if you but can, like, it, it, and, and even if we go stripped all the way back, and what the we call the modern typical approach to teaching, it's it's the PowerPoint. Yeah, but you know, it it also goes on a, a good teacher. Mm-hmm. They could be flooding one slide, and like you look, you talk about. In, even in Avixa standards, you talk about Pisgah and Discus standard and yeah. image ratio sizes, you know, but you know you still get the, the the teacher that could have the eighty plus slides going into like forget death by PowerPoint. It's the eighty plus slides, and you know I have put absolutely everything that I can think of on these slides yep. mm, and even you don't even need to be additional needs to go that is one boring two overload of information yep. you know yep. and yep. that and like as audiovisual guys whether you're a software company whether you're doing cameras whether you you know have microphones yeah. we can only provide the tools it still comes down to the teacher yeah yeah and, and, and you know I'm going to circle back to kind of where I started I think you know, for me, part of what, what I spend a you know, reason amount of my time doing is is talking to people about the practicalities of working in the room. Yeah. And, and some of that is, is exactly what you said. Of course, you could load a PowerPoint and play through that. But that, as you said, it's just madness. Why would you do that? Um, and I'm going to give you an example here because I think this is a really nice one. I was, I was lucky enough to, um, to sit in a couple of live lessons from one of the schools that we've got. And, uh, and I was there really just to observe how they were using our technology, whether we could offer any suggestions about things they might do differently and just continue on, on that journey of just improving that whole environment. But actually, um, I sat in an economics lesson and a maths lesson and I went, oh my God, it's, you know, I'd, I'd struggle in these lessons given some of the things they were doing. But the, um, the deputy head was taking the economics lesson and I thought it was an hour and a half lesson. And what he did was he did 15 minutes on the topic, and some of that was was um, was PowerPoints, but it was only a few PowerPoints. Some of it was him drawing things and talking things. He did 15 minutes, then he put everyone, uh, then he put a poll up to see who'd kind of picked up, the, I guess, the key messages almost. So he got everyone to vote on the poll, and then on the basis of that, he put them in a breakout group in the way that they'd answered, and then got them to discuss why they'd answered like that. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. You know, a little bit, a short kind of learning, then some backup to see what you, and then talk about your results. That's, that's the sort of thing I think that starts to work. And, and, and it's, it's kind of interesting, because we kind of said, if you were doing this in the room, you probably would never do that. Exactly, exactly. Joel, Joel, you're nodding your head. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'm just uh, thinking about uh, how you take information in. Um, you know, uh, mastermind. Uh, I, I've been wanting, or it's a masterclass. I, I seen these commercials last year. You could mastermind whatever yeah. from yeah. from dribbling yeah. curry basketball to writing stories. Um, they break up. It seems so so uh, impossible to learn, right? But then the way they set up their sessions, it's like ten minute clip videos, yeah. right? And, and that's like good teaching. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. But when it comes back to the AV end of things, you know. Like, I don't want to badmouth any of the user UCs out there, but like some of the UCs, you know, you can toggle off different things, whether it be chatbots, whether it be polls, whether it be, 
you know, breakout rooms or whatever. And I, I always think, you know, again, it, you don't have to have additional needs, but it, 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 it affects people if it's not the same routine and the, the, even, even the, the non-tech person and the teacher and the student, right? Like I remember doing a, a project management course during COVID, during lockdowns, and I used one user collaboration system that absolutely I haven't used in years. I used to support it in my previous jobs in the private sector. And the most annoying thing was the chat box was toggled on by the, the host, by the teacher, but it overlapped. So, you know, because we were watching his screen, it overlapped where some of the links to the notes were. and. As a student, I was like, I can't click on that because you have overlapped. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, yes, the, I, I think like a good UC will allow you to move, if you're working on dual screens, move it to one other screen so you can you can chat there. And you. And I say, with that in mind, X2O has to have thought of all these things, you know, of do, do, do we, add, like, again, you, you talked about breakout rooms. Yep. People go into breakout rooms and they're like, shit, how do I get back into the main room? Or I want to ask the teacher a question. Yep. Yeah. Go yeah. with it, go with Kevin. You, you've got to say, X2O yeah. have this all. <laughs> we, yeah, we've solved this. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know, and, I, and absolutely breakouts are one of those key features, I think, for anything that you're, you're kind of in this sort of environment. And for us, yeah, there were, there, were, there were some really important things. One was that smooth transition into those groups. Mm. Those, and the smooth transition out, and we've seen some platforms where it's not like that. I would say the one thing I love about One Room, about our platform from a group's point of view, is that when you're, when you're in group mode and you've got your wall of remote students and they're in their groups, and if it's a hybrid room, it might be hybrid groups as well, you can, uh, you can be in one group talking to group, but I can still see everyone else. Yes. Now, I can't hear them, but I can see them. Again, back to having your videos on. So I can kind of see if they're engaged. I can kind of see if they're talking. And I might take the decision to go into a group because I can see there doesn't seem to be a lot of activity in that group. I can also look at what they're looking at. So I can look at their whiteboard. I can look at their content. So I can see what they're doing. So I think that ability to be in a group, but still, if you like, almost kind of mind or keep an eye on the other groups is a really nice feature we have in our, in our platform. And I think and when everyone sees it, they kind of go, this is really cool. And just, again, it just helps that whole process when you're there kind of kind of managing the room if you want to call it that yeah um, does that take a lot of training though on the teacher to go right this is the way it's going to operate uh, no I think I think most people get that fairly quickly yeah. um, you know I said to you earlier I, I do a fair amount of this go back and have that practicality and talk about that so we do talk about that we do kind of go into groups and we and we think about and again we sometimes we suggest some things to people for me there's just some best practice things that it makes sense to do just to kind of get people started I think what's also really interesting is every time I've been on one of those sessions we always kind of get great feedback from people about why can't I do this why can't I turn that off so that's a great opportunity for us to get some input back yeah. into our roadmap as well now we, we we were talking do you want to add anything to that joe no no, no, no. We, we we were talking about cameras and you know usually it's like down to the yeah, laptop yeah. screen you know but a lot of teachers then and it sort of goes back to x2o and and, and the setup but talking about even with the pcbs type of cameras you know i think it has to get to the stage now where 
you have to have a camera even if it's a small little webcam that is tracking your movement because how distracting is that if even not meeting environment or learning environment if the lecturer goes off camera yeah uh so that's the beauty of auto tracking or even ai auto tracking now it's yeah. getting more advanced uh auto tracking cameras before it, those were good but you still have to set parameters where the speaker is um you stop and starting right mm -hmm. uh, the frame all of that uh now with ai auto tracking like our cameras you you just turn it on set it wherever the the teacher the presenter uh goes in the classroom it'll follow um and it's just very uh, you don't need a cameraman camera operator in, anymore so a lot of these teachers just it's it's very convenient for them and um yeah i mean just because when you're teaching say in the classroom you're on a whiteboard obviously you do have to you know go from left to right and uh if you have somebody come up on stage uh you know the, the there's there's stuff in our firmware where if there's multiple people on the stage it will stick to whoever the main person is that it's intended you could switch over to the next person if you you know uh you know press a setting or uh but yeah just with with that the clear audio you know you need audio as well with the visuals so um top uh, top video top audio all of that uh you don't really need i mean we do have like speaker phones as well but i mean with the camera it, it, audio is great uh, already so i mean those are with like ptz cameras like you said that with yours it looks like uh you know one room it looks like you need just little small webcams so yeah i mean yeah, those will suffice too i mean you, you, if sometimes it, like we have cameras that are just small webcam type it could be 4k um uh, do you guys do is yours in 4k or is it just 1080p it, it's generally 1080p we can go up to 4k but obviously the change with that a little bit as obviously from a remote point of view effectively we're taking more bandwidth now yeah so we're yes, of course yeah about, we're I mean, conscious that's, about bandwidth so. yeah that's the thing so i mean not everybody needs uh 4k i mean if you have a high uh high quality broadcast you know like maybe you need 4k but uh health or uh settings education settings 1080p is, is fine enough it's very clear so and like you said bandwidth the speed and make sure you don't uh, slow down or lag or uh, get knocked off so um yeah i mean it, it's yeah it, you know it's a really important thing and i think you know camera technology is is is, is moving on leaps and bounds i think mm -hmm. i think you say ai has obviously been a big part of that for lots of things mm -hmm. um you know and for us you know the camera technology is a really important thing you know while while as we said in terms of our application and the way our one room works actually we're still dependent upon those cameras at the end of the day so and we use a mix as you said we've got some ptz cameras we have in the room that give us a kind of a room view and then we've got these more individual cameras um, but it's still it's still important technology at the end of the day i think we, we, we have viewers mention that word. I was wondering when it would come up, AI. <laughs> it's the buzzword of ISE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, again, we have to think about people with hearing problems, impairments. We have to think of people that, you know, would would want to use closed caption recordings you know and you know how important is that now with your software i i think massively important you know i think um i think even you know as you said ai is this kind of big buzzword at the moment and i keep hearing a lot of people saying powered by AI, and you kind of go what does that actually mean mm -hmm. so i always have a little bit of a challenge when i hear some of these things um and we're just starting our 
we're just starting our journey really into AI um, and we're going to be bringing AI to our platform next year and we've kind of got a roadmap that'll be four or five years and we want to bring one big AI thing to the platform kind of every year but I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you I mean this is a great opportunity to do some things that really help and back to what you said even some of those accessibility things I think we can do some things on the platform and some things real time with AI that will really really move it on um, you know for us there's some very simple things we can do AI is a great tool if you've got some data and we've got a lot of data in our system about everything that happens just to start to, to churn that into something that makes some sense that's an obvious thing we see the idea of um, the remote participants, one of the things you want to know is if they're engaged or if they look confused. We're thinking about can we use AI actually to put an icon on the screen that allows the, the presenter or the teacher to know it looks like this person might not be engaged at the moment or they look like they're a little bit confused. This is real time now, so now I can see that and now I can change what I'm doing, maybe ask them some questions, do something to kind of influence that. So I think, yeah, there's lots of, uh, I think it's really going to move things on. Yeah, Could that be through like face recognition or... Uh... Um, I, I, we're still going through that at the moment about how we might do that and how we make yeah. that joke. But in essence, that's kind of what you're doing. Yeah, it's not. It's not so much face. I mean, it is face recognition. We don't want to know who the person is. It's obviously just recognise that they, you know, that from an expression point Maybe of view, mannerisms. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, as you would do if you were in the room, if you're in a normal classroom yeah. and you could see someone that's looking a little bit confused, you probably go over and, and talk to them and, and you know. So I think we're trying to create that same sort of environment again. But an AI is a way to help with that. So. Yeah. What, what, you know, also I always think that a good, clear audio is so vital. Now, you ha we have it in every type of meeting, whether it's a classroom learning environment or whether it is, um, you know, companies and, and, you know, meetings, that you'll always have one, minimum one person that will go, I can't hear you. You know, whether that's remote, whether it's hybrid, or whether it's, you know, in class. Yep. Um, so, you know, Joel, how, how do you improve those type of things? Or what, what like, what what's the recommendations for these type of things? Um, I mean, I guess it's on both ends. I mean, the, the, the presenter can have like the clearest, the best speakerphone, the best cameras with the best yeah. audio. Um, obviously the connection, like you said, speed, bandwidth and all that, but then uh, on the other side you have to make sure that the, the, the person learning remotely or meeting remotely, uh, what type of equipment are they using? Like, mm -hmm. it, I mean, it, it, could, it could be on both, uh, both ways. And, and, and I always think, like, you might, you might say, like, it's already there, but I think the AI in, one, in some type of software like OneMoon, yeah. it's like, if you could have the ability to go, when this user joins in, default their speaker on their laptop to be at 40% volume or 50% volume. You know, I, I know all these UC softwares go, would you like to test your microphone and camera yeah. before you join? Yeah, yeah, we do the same. You know, yeah. but it's that going far enough. Like, could, could a UC software with AI say, we see that your computer is at 40% volume at the moment. Would you like us to increase it? Yeah. You know, like, I, I think that's where it has to go. Yeah. You know, patent pending, everyone. But <laughs> I, think, I think that's where it has to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, before you join a meeting, would you like us to turn on closed captioning for you? If, even if it was a, just a box that appears before you join the meeting. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I, I agree again, back to that, making it very easy and very simple to, to you know, enter and join a session and as you said, be at that optimal place when you start this. Oh, absolutely, I think, there's, I think it's a great opportunity for AI to do some things there as well. You know, we always find one of the things we, we, we say as well, you know, and I, and I think this is, again, this is a generic thing you'd find in sessions. You know, we always say to, to our people, if, we, if you want the best audio experience, we really need you with the headphones and, 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 and yeah. a good mic. Half the people would turn up with that, with just their computer on with the speakers and microphone. We, you know, you're not going to get the best experience like this. Yeah. Uh, Joel, you, what, have you only thought on that? No, no, I, I totally agree on that. Um, yeah. yeah, just with the... Uh, the tools, right? You need the, yeah. uh, the right tools. You you guys have a, a couple of nice as uh, on on table. Um, yeah, we have out. some. Uh, yeah, on table uh, uh, speakerphones, uh, great for uh, omnidirectional. Has a far uh, range reaches. Um, it uh, and I think that's the key thing. Omnidirectional. You like you can't rely on a lecturer to stand in one set yes. spot. Yeah, you know, and like, I I know you you're. You, with X2O's setup, you know, you have wide angle cameras and you have several cameras. So yeah. if you're looking at different students in different directions, yeah. Yeah. but you know, and the, the speakers are usually, or the microphones are, are set up in, in that type of way. Yeah. But if you go to any other classroom, you know, you will have a lecturer walking along the chalkboard and, or the whiteboard and moving yeah. and the, one off microphone or they are off camera uh-huh. and this is you know and then no one can hear them and this you know it goes back to your classroom setup yeah yeah i mean like that's why the, the beauty you could you put the, the speaker phone anywhere yeah. uh doesn't matter if the teacher or uh, the, uh, the students are, are talking or at least if it's a hybrid or if they're like in in, in the uh, same room where i mean if it's a meeting say it's a meeting you whoever's in the actual meeting um yeah it's just so it's very um just um uh, beneficial for for everybody remotely or the people that presenting in um in the, in the room and i think that's a very good point that mine kind of picking up from that job as well i think you know we spend quite a lot of time with our customers when we first get involved with them um obviously understanding what their use case is then, but then looking at the physical spaces they've got and then designing the solutions to work in those spaces. And, and, and you know, a lot of people say, you kind of do this before we buy something. Yes, because we've got to get this right. If this room doesn't work, if we haven't got the microphones in the right place, if we haven't got the cameras in the right yes. place, if we don't understand the angles of views of these, it's just not going to work in the way. And I, I think that that's so important. Like, you know, you have a great system for one room, but if if you don't put in the right, you know, if you skimp out on the wrong camera, the wrong microphone, and the wrong speakers, yeah, again, again, you're ruining it. And it goes further than yeah. that. You know, for us, we're looking at what the acoustics like in the room. Do we need some acoustic panels up? Um, what are the colours like in the room? You know, you know, cameras. And, and you've hit you hit the nail on the head. Another thing with for newer diverse people is yep. the colouring yep. and the setup of the room. You know, is it you know like. You know, when 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 I look at some of your case studies of of your rooms, you know, it's like the comfort of being able to sit in the room and have the camera at eye level, and it's yeah. it's nearly invisible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I also think you know this is an opportunity to, again to do something different, and that might sound strange, but I think we're all very used to those traditional classrooms, rows of seats and desks. They yeah. don't they don't look interesting or exciting in yeah. any form. Let's 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 change that model. Well, it doesn't the need old to be like school. That. 
yeah, you know, I'm a big advocate you know, of that. I'm at the front. You're going to listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. And the desks are all in a line. You know, yeah. Why can't we? Let's make them at angles. Let's let's not have desks in the true sense of the word. You know, the technology is changing. We don't necessarily people aren't writing anymore in the you way know, they used to. But so. like, not not only that in the in the old style lecture theatres. You know, for an autistic person. Oh. You know, they need the like I know for my son, he needs to move. He's not going to sit down. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and. We've got, I'll go a step further. A teacher that might be autistic or have ADHD or whatever and needs to move around and click the pen and, yep. and whatnot. Yep. You know, let's, we have to change the environment of these rooms. Yep. And, I, and I think, as you said, back to this for me right now, I think we're at this kind of whole evolution point. Now, some people are struggling to get on that bandwagon. Some people are going to take a while to get through that. But I think with technology, with just this more hybrid learning, this is the time now. And, and it's to think about everything. <laughs> and I, I think it's, you know, yeah, it's time to think about everything. I think it's time to, to have the ability, like, yes, there is software out there, you know, there is hardware out there. You talk about Sennheiser having them, sure have them, where, you know, if you are T-loops, etc. you know, but it should be the case that, and, 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 and mobile apps, of course, as well, that you can, Yep. You can you can log into and adjust your own sound levels, yep. but why are we not offering this in the classroom instead of the student having to? Yes, okay, T loops is in in the classroom environment. That's yep. fine, yep. but the ability to say the student doesn't have to bring their own device here. Yep. You know, yep. here's something under the table or under the desk that you know just take it out and use it. Yeah, back, back to reset, you know, let's reset this. It doesn't yeah, have that, to be the way it's Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. But yeah, it's kind of funny, we were having this conversation yesterday with a, a number of people. One of the things that we always strive for, one of these things we think about in our rooms is that it's not just about the remote participants. Of course, they're important and we need to think about them, but if we've got a hybrid room, we've got in-room people as well. I'm all about parity, you know, yeah. and actually I think a little bit in our journey, we were so focused to start with really on the remote people. We kind of forgot about the in-room people. They're in-room, it's fine, yes. but actually you've got to join them. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, it's and that's it. You have to join them. Both for the student and for the teacher, and that's that's a skill. Yeah, and back to that, I said, you know, tr trying to make sure no one feels isolated. And the danger is, if you're not careful, you do that with the in-room people a yes. little bit. They become isolated from the remote people. So, so for us, one of the things we did fairly early on, a, a little bit into our journey, again, they need a device, but we created an in-room app for the in-room people. Yeah. Uh, and part of that was to make sure they could join. And the I was going to ask that, like, how had you gotten it? Yeah, exactly that. So that so that and it allows them to do a few things, but it's those key things at the end of the day so it allows them to chat with everyone else and now they're part of the whole chat community and everyone who likes to chat a little bit um, they uh, they have what we call whiteboard functionality which means they can take part in the polls it means they can they can be in hybrid breakout groups and so now they really are part of the you know part of the class in in the true sense so I, I think that's really important as well BCB Joe have a lot of gaming esports I know esports really hasn't come uh, it, it comes a bit to England still in yep. its infancy in Ireland yeah you know but, um, you know, I say, again, that, you know, that's, that's a growing trend and something that, that you, you guys are really pushing on. You know, so, you know, I think it's important that if a student doesn't want to learn their maths, science subjects, you know, that there is opportunities for it and it could be really good at gaming and, and coding. This, this is... An area that you really have tapped into with with 8K now 
just yes. a big plug for there for you. Anyway, okay. Yeah, I mean, esports. If uh, I, I kind of just started learning about it too, but it, it's a it's a major thing. Like you'll see people packing stadiums uh, for professional gamers watching like championship games and, and things like that. And so now my kid is like, uh, you know, me growing up, don't play video games, but now. It's not gonna lead anywhere. Yeah, it, yeah. it might now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, funny. yeah, no. So 8K. I mean, we the standard is still 4K right now, but eventually 8K will become the standard. Yeah. Uh, so we're just trying to stay ahead of the curve, uh, trying to be in the forefront. So we we have a bunch of 8K uh, solutions for everything from matrix switchers to extenders to cables testers. Uh, but the the beauty is that all of our 8K. Uh, uh, solutions they handle 8K at 60, but also 4K at 120, and that's what you you mentioned for esports and, and pro gamers. Um, it's very important for them to have, uh, uh, you know, the fastest refresh rates, the clearest fluidity, and and, and clear picture and speed, right? So um, that's why, yeah, the booth uh, we have. I got the BCB gear booth. Booth but, 5H200. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we have a, a, a new uh, uh, 8K uh, kind of gaming station just for people to kind of get their hands on, see how 4K at uh, 120 looks like. And we have the, you know, the latest PlayStation Xbox set up there. And people are having fun yeah, uh, that's... coming to the booth. So. Like, um, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a chance to plug yours. Where can we find one room? <laughs> yeah, you'll find us. You, you can't miss us. You'll find us in Hall Three, and we um, And if you want, I, I can't. I, I can't remember the stand number, so you're gonna have to excuse me now. <laughs> it's, been, it's been one of those. It's been one of those days. Yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you'll find us in. Uh, in, in it's a big booth. It's a big booth. You, you can't, can't miss us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even going on that EK route, Joel. You know, and. Uh, I think we'll have to use this as our final topic, but I'm just looking at the time of the show. And, um, you know, it doesn't even need to just be for gaming. You know, like, I always think, like, you, you walk into Hall 3 and then you go, oh my God, sensory overload. You know, because you have your Panasonic, you have your Samsung, you have your Epson. In all in one corner, it's like, I don't know where to look. But if you're creating a sensory room environment where you want it calm and chilling we talked about sound we but you know the visuals of being able to do something 8k in a calming environment i think is something special as well yeah i mean with 8k you think 4k it's very clear 8k is just just amazing i mean they have like huge screens very clear feels like you are in the forest like, no I'll, I'll, I'll just be stuck there and hypnotized but um i i mean it, it 8k if you start using it in just any education even like say healthcare uh i mean when they do because you could use that during training life training or even procedures like yeah. you need the clarity it's going to be huge uh once 8k becomes more I guess uh, accessible and more of the standard. Um, uh, that yeah, it's it's gonna be. Yeah, I, I, and and you you hit a good one there. Like, I think we have to push the bar. Yes, bandwidth is our biggest problem. I think mm-hmm. says the AV guys to the IT crowd. <laughs> fix that, you know. But it is gonna be the biggest problem. Like, for teaching healthcare like that, and even if we, not even teaching, but if if we, you know. There's a lack of therapists I know in Ireland. If we can improve this between having a system like one room yep. that can 
parents and families can log into and get that therapy and the child feels comfortable doing speech and language therapy, for example. Yeah. But also having the clearer visuals, like we're still 1080p on a lot of these UC environments, we need to push the bar that bit more. Yeah. Yeah, and as you said, you know, a lot of that. Unfortunately, that's the restriction. A lot, as we it's said, the back, bandwidth. it's back to it's that engine. IT bandwidth. guys, it's all your fault. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely your fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, it's been great to have you in studio. They have uh, mentioned their boots. You know, you're over in four. You're over yep. three, three, three. You're over in five. You know, please do check them out if you are over at ISE this week. Um, apart from that, you know. Websites, give out your website there. Yeah, yeah, x2omedia.com. Come and find us, have a look. Yeah, you'll see some some good examples of the rooms there. And I think when you see those, you kind of get it. So, yeah. And Joel? Uh, busy, beer, uh, busy Bee Gear. I keep saying Busy Bee Beer. Uh, I, I said <laughs> that, yes, no. I, that was last night. BusyBeeGear.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have a wonderful YouTube channel, a tech channel, uh, Busy Bee TV. So check us out there, law content. Uh, I know Justin. Uh, it's a lot of great content too so thank you and like guys like i really appreciate both your companies sponsoring us here at ise this week really appreciate that and and for more you can check out our website www.allthingstech.ie where you find all the podcasts videos and everything and i know that a load of photos on social media have been posted while we have been in this fishbowl yeah until then (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna go out and get some air and get some water talk to you soon Thank you for tuning in to All Things Techie Podcast, part of the Extreme Media Network. Follow us on Twitter at AV Tech Junkies. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch our show on YouTube by visiting youtube.com forward slash at Justin underscore or underscore Dawson. Previous episodes of our show can be found on our official site, www.allthingstech.ie. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie.